Luke chapter 5. You got your Bibles with you? Let's get them out if you got them. Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5 verse 1. Y'all ready? So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and he asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the multitudes from that boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boats to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats, so they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at his knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. O Lord, for he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish, fish which they also had taken, which they had taken. And so also were James and John and the son of Zeb, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, "Do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men." So when they had broke, the, when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. Now we know the scripture. You know I've used the scripture quite a bit. You know, it's, the Lord just started speaking to me right as I started reading it. That it was as the people, verse 1, started uh, pressing about him to hear. When the people were hungry, and I want you to know, y'all have come in hungry. Tonight, I don't know who you are. I don't recognize you. Not that we're ever dead. We're not, but you're not who you normally are tonight. You've you've come in with expectation. You've come in on fire. You've come in looking for the Savior, looking for God. And he's here. And when they started pressing for the word, what did he do? He went and asked for a boat. Somebody give me a boat. Did you catch that? And he saw two boats standing by the lake because the fishermen were sitting there washing their nets. Now, I want to throw you a curveball in this scripture real quickly. And hopefully show you something that you haven't seen. Maybe you have seen this. But that God multiplies your seed. Now I want you to know, Brother Randy, you've just planted a seed. You've planted the seed of your testimony. And Scripture tells me that we overcome Satan by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of the testimony. And that seed's got to go forth. The Lord does not give you that testimony to hang on to it. And you haven't hung on to it. You've planted it. Somebody was needing that word tonight. My God still heals. I don't care if you've been prayed for a thousand times. I don't care if people have shone, died, and laid hands, and anointed, and whatever. It's all good. But my God still heals. He still heals. And he's still going to heal. And you know, if we've got to knock on that door one more time, then we need to knock on that door. What breakthrough are you waiting for? Keep knocking on that door. What does it say that you come and knock on the door and you got to keep knocking until you actually bother the master? Now, God's not like that. We being human are bad, but God's a good God. Won't he answer the door and provide our need? Yes, but out because of their importunity, because of their persistence. Have you ever had a child say, can I have a chip? No. 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 I want a chip. I want a chip. I want a chip. Here, take the chip. (laughs) 
God responds to persistence, to endurance. Don't stop. There's my journey song. Don't stop believing. Don't stop. Don't stop. Look what it does here. God multiplies your seed to more than meets your need. Jesus taught a great lesson right here about sowing and reaping and the importance of sowing in good soil. So, so to illustrate to, the, to his point, he told this group, I want you to catch this, these fishermen were discouraged. They've just fished all night and they're discouraged. They're washing their nets. I don't know what they're washing them from because they didn't catch anything. Right? And they're cleaning up and they've just had a whole night of work. Have you ever worked and produced nothing? Went home with nothing? Wondered what in the world did I even go in for today? But he took these discouraged and tired fishermen to launch out their faith for a miracle catch. They didn't know a miracle catch was about to happen. But what happened? These men sowed their boat into Jesus' ministry. It says that he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out from the land. He went to Simon and said, Simon, could I have your boat? And would you please put out? Because there are people all around that I need to get back a little bit so that I can preach to these people. Can I have your boat? And what did Simon say? Yes. Take my boat. Peter... Simon had just served the greatest need that Jesus had at that moment. Jesus needed what Simon had. And Simon provided for the need. Right? Are you all with me? The men had provided the greatest need that Jesus had at that moment. And Jesus multiplied that gift into the means that met the greatest need that those men had at that moment. A commercial fisherman, they needed to fish. They needed to get fish to make a living. But these men also needed to see God work in their lives. To see both that Jesus was who he claimed to be and that their faith was operating effectively. And Jesus, out of that seed that was sown, met all those needs. He not only increased their faith, he provided for their family. He provided for them. Do you remember what Jesus said? Guys, I want you to go fishing again. Can you imagine working all day? Working all day. And I don't mean sitting at a desk, not, not physically working. I mean physically working all day. And then some non-fisherman come up and tell you, we're going to go fishing again. I'm going to tell you where to fish. Go try to tell a fisherman where to fish. They're not going to listen to you. A fisherman can size people up real quick. They can tell by their pole. They can tell by their truck. They can tell by the condition of their truck. They can tell by their tackle box. They can tell by the, by the way they, they hold themselves together. Tell by their fishing line. They can tell. But you know what? You know what Peter said? We've already fished, Lord. But if you say go, I'll go. I'll go. And what happens? And I want you to catch this. They start fishing. They start catching so much that they got a call for their partners. Now, I will tell you, I've had a little bit of a vision in that we're going to get so overwhelmed that we're going to have to have help. 
And it's going to be other churches' people here. We're not after other people's church, other churches' people. We're after kingdom. And I would love to have to say, help. We need help. Our nets are breaking. Our boat's sinking. Come help. That's what it says here, right? They filled both the boats, so they began to sink. And when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. Do you know that that's where worship should take us? Into the presence of the Lord to where that we acknowledge really who God is. Do you know that Peter had a, had, a, had a revelation right there of really Jesus Christ? And he, he could see who he was. And you know what? That is the right place. That we see who we are and we see who he is. How important it is that we acknowledge who he is and we acknowledge who we are. Are you with me? We, well, who are we? We are people who need a Savior. We are people who can't make it without one. We are people who are as good as dead without him. But with him, we stand here against every number, against every odd. Here we stand. I haven't had that miracle, but it's a miracle that I'm standing here. Can anybody else say that? I think we all can. And why, by his grace and his mercy, did he choose us to save us? God is good. And he is going to do something this weekend. Why? Because he says in the last days he is going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. And when we start lifting up the name of the Lord, what happens? He draws men unto him. Now, I want to encourage you. I, want, I, I just encourage you, get some tickets and pray about who to give your tickets to, who to invite. You know, Lifeway did a study that still the top, the top reason why people come to church is because of a personal invitation. It's not a program. It's not an advertisement. It's not a billboard. It's a personal invitation. Now, in order to take what you've heard tonight... If you really mean it, you're going to go out and fish. You know what the Lord's saying tonight? Go throw your net. You've already thrown it. You've missed. It's okay. Go throw it again. And I want to encourage you. Go throw it. You, 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 the, when it comes to fishing for men, whether we catch or not, it's not our responsibility. Our responsibility is to throw the net. The fishermen's ability to catch those fish, they didn't catch those fish because of their ability. They caught the fish because they obeyed the Lord. So I want to encourage you. Obey the Lord. Pastor, what do you mean obey the Lord? What does he say? He says, go. His word is for you to go and be fishers of men. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you for this miracle over Brother Randy. Lord, I thank you for how you're working in this place. Lord, I just acknowledge you as God. I acknowledge you as Father. I acknowledge you, Holy Spirit. 
Jesus, I acknowledge you and what you have done on the cross for my sins, for this church's sins. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for saving us. I thank you, Lord, for not leaving us where we were or, or, or letting us get what we deserve. But, Lord, you have saved us. You have rescued us. You've redeemed us. You've forgiven us. Now, Lord, help us this week to cast our net, to not sit on our hands and not do it. Help us to cast our nets this week. And, Lord, we ask for, for full nets. We ask for boats that are about to sink. The good thing is the boats didn't sink. Jesus is not about to fill your net and make your boat sink. He's just going to show you how big you are in that his return is big enough to move your whole foundation. Did you catch that? His blessing is bigger than, than what, we, what we think can be held. Thank you, Lord. Bless that seed that Brother Randy has planted into this congregation. Lord, I ask you to help us to cast our nets this week. Lord, I pray for salvations. Lord, I pray for 500 salvations this, this week. Lord, and I don't want to hold you to that, Lord. I will, I'll take 1,000. Whatever you want to do, Lord. Our city. Our city. Lord, I thank you for the hearts of these pastors that have responded to me, sending their churches. Some of these pastors are even coming. Lord, I ask you to bless our city. And to help us as a church body to follow up and disciple and to send these kids and, and adults out to their churches to be baptized and for their lives to be changed. Now bless us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you all for coming. We'll see you. We'll see some of you all Friday. The rest of you will see Sunday night or Sunday morning, 8, 15, 10, 30. God bless you.